0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hello, scumbags. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast with your hosts, Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne.
2: Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. Guess what, Ellie? Why oh, are you
1: laughing? You haven't <laughs> even said anything yet. She's pissing herself. <laughs> Why? What? just said my name. Why
3: is that funny to you? Sorry, you went into mode. <laughs> <laughs> We're consummate sorry. professionals, Karen. Yeah, you are. It was like, oh, okay, all right. I am gonna try really hard not to giggle. <laughs> well, who's sitting here laughing at us, Ellie? It
2: yes.
1: is, of course, the Karen Arthur. Yes. Hello, Karen Arthur. Hello, Karen, laughing with us. Uh,
0: sorry, <laughs> yes. laughing
1: at us, not with
2: us. No, it's I'm laughing Karen with Arthur. you. Hello, hello, hello.
0: The legend, hello. the
2: legend is with us. We are so thrilled that you're here um for, for many many reasons i mean you are a, a multimedia node you mm. <laughs> you're everything she's every woman she's i was gonna say she's, she's
1: having an
2: I am? <laughs> she's an educator she's a fashion creative she's a dancer she's a parent of two grandmother of one and also the founder of the hashtag where you're happy now i'm gonna get
1: you to explain what where you're happy <laughs> is because i tried <laughs> to write it down you went no helen you've got it wrong and i initially misread <laughs> it as as where you're nappy and i thought <laughs> It was. I was like, is this oh, an incontinence God. thing? Is this, yeah. before, is this for women before they go on trampolines, if they've had more than one child? Is that what this is? But it's not. It's Where You're Happy. What is Where You're
3: Happy, oh, Karen? Oh, God, my face is hurting. We've been here five minutes. This is, this is not bode well. Um, where You're Happy is about... Um, the links between fashion and good mental well-being and it's uh, encouraging people to wear the clothes that you love not because it's on trend or because you want to impress somebody because you love it whether you look bonkers or not
2: Mm. And, and and it's a hashtag that's kind of exploded it's so it's a, a joy to click on the hashtag mm. isn't it? And you mm. see people just going I'm just wearing everything that I like yeah. I just every and and it's um and so when when did that
3: start it's only it's not that long that you've been doing it, so i've been doing it for a while, but mm. I was talking to myself for a long time let's be clear <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it, I, I it's joyful, but actually it comes from a place of sadness because mm. it was when Back in 2015, uh, when I left teaching, I'm sure we'll go into that, Mm. um, what also happened was that my Aunt Monica passed away suddenly. And I I had headed into, it was all going on, menopause, anxiety, depression, grieving the loss of my job, the life that I used to know. And I also missed my aunt. And there was a lot of guilt around missing someone who I didn't see that much, if I'm honest. But we had a lot in common, I suppose. And so I had to sort the will out and I had to um, sort out her flat and get it sold as part of her will. And one of the things I did was she wasn't particularly into fashion, but she liked, let's just say, good quality. So C&A, you know, Mm. and Marks and Spencers, St. Michael. God, it wasn't even Marks and Spencers then. So she had a couple of skirts that I held on to. And I found that when I was missing her, I would reach for them. And I also found that I was, if I was feeling anxious and I needed to leave the house, I would consciously choose clothes that I loved. And it was often colourful. So I would go for things that I, like yellows and orange. I love orange and pink and stuff like that. None of which I'm wearing today. (laughs) Oh, lipstick. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I started to talk about it on Twitter Uh, because Instagram was not really a thing. Instagram was one of those things you just literally posted a picture of your dinner and ran away again. (laughs) Uh, Whereas Twitter was a lot more, I I felt there was more of a community there. So I started to hashtag where you're happy. And um, for a long time, I, I felt like I was talking to myself. But I also then started to curate the life I wanted. And one of those things I noticed was I loved um talking to women about fashion i loved making clothes for women um and that connection that you have in the consultation when we're talking about how we feel about our bodies as we get older and all that all those hangouts and stuff like that and where you're happy kind of became part of that it's about bun it's it's about i'm gonna say bunning i've said it now there it is uh it's about Women have done a disservice, aren't we, when it comes to fashion? Because fashion isn't about how you feel. It, it's about getting you to buy the latest thing. Mm. And often there are rules around what you should wear and what you shouldn't wear if you're a certain size and all that. Bollocks. It said it now. Yeah,
1: you can say it.
3: <laughs> you can say all, all, all of the swears. Right. Derek. Yeah, come and, on in. And you can
1: say big hairy assholes for all I <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll leave that to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so i so i feel like and as also as we get older it feels like fashion doesn't tend to cater for us i i remember you know pre there was a time before covid youngsters (laughs) and uh going into let's say a shop and taking 10 items into the changing rooms and not finding one that i liked that looked right that felt right and just pl- playing on our insecurities and our fears. Mm. Almost not even playing on it and add- feeding them. Mm. Whereas where you're happy is literally, this is what I want to wear because I love it. I wear this because I made these trousers. I wear this because it's secondhand and I love the colour. I wear these beca- these earrings because they're huge and bonkers and colourful. I might wear something because somebody gave it to me and I really like that person or because I have worn it on every single single holiday do you know what I mean yeah, yeah So yeah. I feel like and that's a much more sustainable way to um, use fashion as well I think we have clothes in our wardrobe that we don't wear because we think we're supposed to save them for best that's the generation I was brought up with certainly like yeah yeah I'm I'm waiting for a time what are you wait for mm. you you you're in the middle of a global pandemic and you're still alive yeah
1: put your wedding on wedding dress on get down do it. it get down Sainsbury's <laughs> absolutely I,
3: honestly I'm a big fan of you call people call it dressing up. Mm. I refuse to call it that because it's not... That's that's just the way I dress. And mm. sometimes... The thing is, you've got to... It takes an amount of confidence because you've got to not give a two figs what people think of you, mm. you know. Um, do, do you have
1: much, shall we say, feedback from people? Do you ever get... All the time.
3: Really? All the time. And, and this is the thing. Before, you know... Um, i keep saying before covid because it does feel like a mm. different time yeah but i honestly feel that when you dress the way you want to you empower other women in particular to do the same thing mm. and i've lost count of the number of women who you know would say oh my god i love what you're wearing or i also say to you know i think i'm a big fan of compliments and i'm a big fan of taking compliments and not trying to make yourself small once you you know oh this whole thing no, I put I made an effort to wear this, bloody notice it. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Do you know I mean? yeah. So I feel but also I get a lot of feedback obviously on social media because I get DMs and people saying when I do the Where You I did Where You Happy Christmas Challenge and mm. that kind of thing. People just having fun. Fashion is supposed to be fun. You're not mm. supposed to you know it, it, it does, in the grand scheme of things, fashion doesn't matter. Mm. But it is so important in terms of we miss a trick when it comes to... I'm pointing, that means it's important. Yeah. <laughs> Stabbing. She's pointing, <laughs> very seriously. <Lisa. laughs> we, we miss a trick in that it's just one more thing in our arsenal of self-care you know, yeah. kit that we could use to help us feel good. Think about all the people who wore pyjamas all through lockdown and felt like shit. Mm. And I knew that if I if through lockdown I didn't get dressed, my already precarious mental health yes. would plummet. Mm. And I, I, I encourage people... You know it works, but you... I understand. You can't be asked mm. as well. I get it. But it works. Yeah. You know? And it, and it doesn't have to be
2: um, a massive leap from going from, you know, jeans and a Breton top. It's, it's a sort of thing like, I'm just going to buy some really ridiculous earrings yeah. or some vibrant green eyeshadow or something like that that sort of just gives you that yeah. bit of joy and that's i it like because i have a like my fashion account and so many women have got in touch going oh my god i wore shorts for the first time or mm. I've i've done something that i thought i wasn't allowed to
3: do that's the thing that's the thing yeah it's it's the permission thing mm. why do we why do we need permission? We're big grown-ups, you know. We can mm. make decisions. I can drink at 8 o'clock in the morning if I want to. I'm not going to, but I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can we, eat five miles I would for
3: lunch. I would yeah. <laughs> love to. That's I'm not but, going but to. You know, but, you know, we're grown-ups. We can make decisions for ourselves. Who said that we yeah. weren't allowed to work?
0: Do you know what I mean? Well, Who said that we're
3: not allowed Well, but, just to play
1: devil's advocate, I would me. say... Well, the problem is, though, as you said yourself, you get feedback. So I think maybe some people be worried like, well, it's all very well saying you should just wear what you like, but what if you put on the wacky shirt and the little skirt and the high heels, whatever, and you go out and a stranger calls you a name or, or, some, you know or your mum makes a rude comment or you know what I mean? What if I'm, yeah, not, I'm no, not saying my I mum would do say, that, by the way, if yeah. she's listening. I'm just generalising.
3: <laughs> I will say that it's not strangers that say things. It's usually people who are close to us, right. it'll be somebody at work and it's people projecting. Often people, people used to make comments about what I wore. Um, I mean, I was a lot more conservative at work, but I was still, I really loved my fashion. So I was a little bit out there in that sense. Mm. And someone always made a comment. And I know that's about you. That's not about me, you know. But I would also say that where you're happy, does not you don't need to see it. It doesn't need to make sense to anybody else. So um, I always say to people, start in your knicker drill. Yeah, we have knicker drawers with knickers that shouldn't really see the light of day. Mm. Why have we still got them? Mm. I would say look in your knicker drawer, chuck out all the shite. You know, chuck out the, the 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 ones that are falling apart or don't fit you very well or that kind of thing because they're just there. And get your, and and leave. Let's face You only need three pairs of knickers: the one you wash, the one that's drying, and the and the one that you're wearing. Yeah, <laughs> do
1: you know what I mean? I once lived with like one pair because when I was in when I lived, I lived um, in a different lifetime again before COVID. I lived in Thailand for a few months, and I lived in a little wooden hut. And one night I was drunk as usual in my little bed with my mosquito net and I heard all this rustling and I was like, oh, I can't be fucked to deal with that. I can't have to get out of the mosquito net. Fuck it. And I was, I was just wearing a pair of knickers in bed and I woke up the next day and fucking rats had eaten all my oh! <laughs> And I was oh! like oh no oh no so then and i was on this tiny island so i there was no there was no cna unbelievably <laughs> or marks expensive. yeah nothing <laughs> so i, I had, had, had the one pair of pants i was wearing and my bikini pants and those were the pants <laughs> there you i go. wore for weeks there and weeks you go. and That's you know what it was fine i rinsed the knickers out i yeah. wore the bikini yeah. most days glad you i went in that. the sea every day i was scuba diving anyway yeah. so Feel it clean. was it was fine yeah yeah, so let, we should all live like that that's what I'm
3: saying let's not burn our knickers right <laughs> let's, them not, to the let's
1: not guys let's not I must say
2: that's one of the first things that I did when I became single I was like I need some really fucking cool knickers yeah. like I mean I, you know I've still got my big knickers for, for those days that you, just want, you want big knickers are great you want knickers up to your boobs but I must say like i If you've got a good bra on and a good pair of pants, you can just walk that inch taller. Like, it is a really lovely thing.
3: I'm a big fan of beautiful lingerie Mm. that is not necessarily going to be seen by anybody but me. Yeah. Because it's my little secret. Mm. So I could be wearing, you know, I don't know, black tracksuit from head to toe. Nothing wrong with black, by the way. But... But also have on my, I don't know, Rigby and Pella or whatever floats your boat, matching lacy gorgeousness, because that's mine. That's my way you're happy. It doesn't matter about anybody else. This is the thing. Is The other thing about where you're happy is that people quite understandably assume it's just about wearing vibrant colour it's not you know
1: because I was going to say my you way you're of? happy would basically be a, a duvet maybe a bin liner for warmth and blackness that would be my <laughs> ideal outfit and then just like nobody to it's look at me
3: choosing clothes <laughs> that bring joy to you yes mm. done yeah full stop
1: I love it. I do love, a I do love say, a massive puffy coat, don't I? With oh. an absolutely like fucking yeah. stupid, like a hood. So stupid that people are compelled to comment on it. You know, I right, know That looks it. fucking stupid, and I'm like, yeah, I know. It's good, isn't oh, it? Chris, there's <laughs> so much joy. Look at my hood. Look at my massive oh,
3: hood, It's
1: ridiculous.
2: It's <laughs> so and like also, good. it
3: brings joy to other people, like you said. Like mm. where, when, as I said before, when you are very obviously wearing mm. what you want to wear people smile and they're not sm they're not laughing at you they mm. are literally like, oh and you can see the mm. light bulb going on. and I love all that I think I think more people yeah I, I, I want the whole world to do so I think
1: and if you do get a negative comment from someone what do you do, do you just ignore it do you tell them to go fuck themselves What's the- I've
3: never have I had a negative comment I think people try to make jokes about what I'm wearing but my my confidence is off the scale with my clothing. You can't touch me when it comes to how I feel about clothes. Yeah. I know that's you. I, I'm almost sixty. I am over 60 i do not give a shit. about
1: Well, I was going to say, have you have you always really? had that? Have you always had that, no. or or did they come a point? What no. age kind of where you where you just went? Oh oh, hang on, let me just check. Oh, I've got no more fucks to give. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I will say I had to go into anxiety, depression, menopause, therapy, leave my job. My world had to hit rock bottom, grief. Mm. All of that had to happen before I can honestly say that I started to do some own, some deep dive into, you know, what was going on in my head mm. and came out like this. Mm. So when I was teaching, it was about keeping up appearances. I was, I was, um, I wore clothes that, I wanted approval. I wanted outside validation. I know I'm stylish. I get that. I've always loved fashion. I've always been stylish, and I liked being complimented for whether it was a head wrap or earrings or that kind of thing. But this time around, I, I, I realized I had to. Um, and I'm not suggesting that everybody needs to have depression to you know to become confident. Yeah. But I was forced to look at myself. I was forced yeah. to look at my motives behind things. And and that's when it got to yeah I really don't care what you think so when pe if people are brave enough to make comments to me either I don't hear them or it's just I'm okay that's yeah do you know what I mean it's just like okay or that's as you, you say it's yeah, that's, that's not about me. you that's that's, that's everything to
1: do with you and yeah. that's fine mm. I ha- I have learned as I've got older and I'm probably forty or fifty years younger than you Karen. I it is always about them, whether it's about your clothes yeah,
3: or something yeah, it's else, it's never, something. You, it's never about you, is it? It's never about you. Yeah. And I didn't Which know is annoying because
1: I'd like to believe everything was about me, but apparently not. <laughs>
3: the thing is you don't when you're growing up, a lot of the women I speak to, my, my clients, when they come to me and I make clothes for them, the conversations we have around how do you feel about your body are hang ups from decades before. Mm. Where someone, usually a guy, has made a comment about their fat neck or their you know fat legs or and they've internalized that so they don't wear skirts over a certain you know length or they 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 wear clothes up to their neck because they don't want to show i mean what yeah because they're they're, (laughs) they're deep deep scars they're deep scars and and words hurt
2: yeah they do because i grew up in australia where everyone was very thin and sporty and you know, didn't wear very much because it was very hot. Mm. And I was a chubby child and Mm. I got told, oh, you're a big girl, oh, you Mm. like your food, oh, you know, look at your thighs, that kind of thing. And I just, I found that it took years Mm. years Mm. of therapy and 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 trying to build my self-confidence back Mm. to kind of get rid of those comments but um Mm. it you know and especially the women who contact me by instagram they just you know they're so broken by those Mm. comments and i think that's that's a really hard thing but um but i but what i love now is on instagram and other social medias you can create such a positive force and 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 it and all those sort of voices are making big waves and just and as i say is little things like you know yeah just choosing a few things for yourself just makes Mm. a big a really big difference and i think
3: instagram gets social media gets a lot of bad press but we forget that we can curate our Instagram feed. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. the algorithms your own if we magazine. like certain things then the algorithms are gonna just show us more of that stuff. Yeah. Whereas the new year is a really good time to cull mm-hmm. your Instagram feed. So you only see what you wanna see. Yeah. You know, you and that and you're very intentional about what you like. And what I love about it is that the social media is full of I don't want to say alternative images, because that's not what I mean. I mean all shapes and sizes. Yeah. And therefore, if you seek those people, then they are the people that are going to turn up in your feed, which means you're going to have a much more healthy outlook on the way that you look, but the way you show up in the world as well. And that will make you more confident, Mm. you know. Whereas if you're always liking pictures of skinny 12-year-old models, then... You're always going to see skinny 12 year
1: old. Yes, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and I wanted to talk about another thing you do, not so much fashion-related, but you also host a podcast, Karen, <laughs> uh, called Menopause Whilst Black. And I wanted to talk about, now, did that start? Because you felt perhaps that was an area where there wasn't that image existing in the in the social media, or how did that all come about?
3: <laughs> I'm going back to tragedy again, aren't I? <laughs>
0: Where everyone likes N- to shape, shape, I know, shape, right?
3: <laughs> but I, I think menopause. was... I know that menopause. First of all, I find it still find it surreal when people say, "Oh, you host a podcast." I'm like, "Who?" <laughs> right? <laughs> that would be me. Um, uh, it came about because in when t- in 2020 when George Floyd was murdered, and uh, Instagram became. Yeah, diversifying your feed was a thing that was very trendy and we had the summer of black squares and everybody was taking pictures of the anti-racist book that they were reading and all that kind of stuff. But more to the point, I felt a rage. I felt it, uh, it was a physical um, frustration, helplessness, rage, grief, anger, all of that, all of that, all of that. And so for a while, for a few days, I mean a while, I went quiet on social media by my standards. Um, And I'm sitting in my kitchen because we're still kind of locked down. We don't know what we're doing, really, do we? We never do. Um, Thank you, Tory government. (laughs) And uh, making um, face masks because I couldn't get to my studio and trying to avoid the news. And it's everywhere. And I was wondering how uh, black women in particular who were menopausal and hot flushing, knowing that hot flushes can be brought, are brought on by stress um, amongst other things and wondering how they were also coping with their menopause symptoms and watching people who look like their husbands, their sons, their nephews being killed. I couldn't get my head around it. So I, recorded a video that doesn't sound like the next thing to do but that's what I did and I posted it on Instacrack and and I said the opening line is something like if you google menopause and you click images what do you see and people did it and what you saw was a lot of very old white women with their heads in their hands with very white hair no one who looked like anybody I knew and certainly no black folks and I started to do. I realised that the menopause space was and is, but it's getting better because that's what happens. Um, very uh, white, very pale. It's you know you were only hearing the stories of a very very small demographic, <sighs> and so it did. It wasn't like I was like right. I'm gonna. It's just that the more people I talked to the more I realised that there's something needs to be done about this. And I posted a... a, I did a survey. I was asking black British women in particular to talk about their menopause experience, what they knew about it, where were they getting their information from, and the answer was, we're not, you. Hmm. And it became clear that something needed to come out of that. And I remember... People say there needs to be podcasts. There needs to be a podcast There is an um, uh, American woman, Omashadi Bernie Scott, who runs Black Girls Guide mm. to Surviving Menopause, which is a podcast. And I'd been listening to her for a year, but it was very American. So it was nothing British. Mm. And I remember hoping someone else would do it. <laughs> <laughs> thinking come on like when i did the survey i thought someone with a phd is going to send me a message an email and mm. send me a cease and desist or tell me they <laughs> you know get out of my space yeah, enough, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. because the only research i had found was from 2007 come on. and it was 22 women yeah. vme which isn't even a thing anymore and only four of them four identified as black british women and that was research I got 200, oh, 250 women filled in my. my yeah. you yeah. Know. So I, I bought a. I remember buying one of those. You've got a posh. I think it's called phone. a microphone. Right. Yes, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what are the things called with we the microphone? make things louder. Yeah. yeah. I bought one of them, but not that. And uh, it sat in a box for four months. And I just looked at it and it looked at me and go, hi. <laughs> and then eventually, I'm just going to have to do this. And my friend. Uh, Natalie, who I mentioned before, Nat Lou, said, "Done is better than perfect." Mm. No one's born an expert. Oh, I know. Sorry, <laughs> I mouth open. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know yeah. because I think when we get to a certain, you get the older you get, you don't want to be a beginner. Yeah. You want to be. You start ice skating. You want to be perfect straight away. You want to be Torvaldine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you,
0: it
3: just and it holds us back. And actually, oh, totally. you just need to do it. And so mm. I just did it and and here we are two seasons later a decent amount of followers mm. a platform that people listen to talking in parliament
1: you talked a little chat <laughs> in mean, parliament had a little chat in parliament I, so awesome. Awesome.
3: I know! I know! Please I, tell I, me you read the Tory while you were there. I, I, wore, I wore my f- Tories. Yes! Oh my god. <laughs> my it little, my little FU <laughs> walking those hallowed halls. That's amazing. Oh
2: Good for you. <laughs> and we saw you on the telly box last year with, with, with oh Davina. Um, with, yeah. with yeah, and yeah. that was. That was a very, very powerful show because that had a massive impact. And then there was the protest and the, and there's
3: the yeah. conversations are just getting bigger and bigger. The conversations are getting bigger. It is really important that more and more people speak up. It's not just... Because there are lots of people who aren't receiving the help that they could get mm. because they're not on Instagram. They're mm. not using social media. No. They're not necessarily watching this kind of thing. It is still very... A very middle class message let's be very clear yeah. here, don't you know we need to reach you know everybody disabled pe- you know disabled people, people who are work the person who's working in the checkout, everybody needs to to receive the same menopause care, mm. and at the it's happening, but it's not happening fast enough let's just say no and it feels like it's maybe not as like
1: we've heard quite a lot recently about um how the, the care women get when they're giving birth for black women mm-hmm. is very often worse mm-hmm. and their rates are worse mm-hmm. but it, we don't hear as much i don't think about older black women and what and and, and is there a, a, a big disparity
3: in care there as well that's the the whole thing there's no re- the research isn't there who right. would know who's right. asking us No one's, this is the thing i found from my survey is that People were saying, "Well, they were just—it re- was just nice to be asked." Wow, you know, yes. research around horm- to be seen women full mm. stop is scant because God forbid we have hormones and that makes us bloody unreliable. Mm. So to then break it down into you know different demographics and cultures and all the rest of it, you've got to—it's got to be money because you've got to chuck money at it, and the people who have the money need to want to do it. Mm. So menopause is. Trending in the sense that um, workplaces are putting champions in place and some workplaces and um, uh, menopause cafes and policies and all the rest of it. But we've got to keep going and we've got to keep shouting about it. And it has to be everybody, not just women. It has Mm. to be... Mm. I know it's in schools, but that will be very dependent on the person delivering it sometimes or the um, resources they are given or the backing they're given. Yeah. Uh, But also, um, men, we need to be talking to everybody. Mm. Yeah. So it's just not a thing. Mm. Menopause is just, oh, right. It's not a joke. Yeah. You know?
1: Um, and I'm I'm yet to go through it myself because as I say Is I'm forty 50, or fifty yeah. younger like, than you, yeah. Karen. But <laughs> but I do think about it and and you know I'm worried about it to be honest. And and I guess well, I guess I'd like to ask you really what what do you know now help that you wish? Me. Yes, help me, Karen. Please help me. <laughs> what do you wish you you knew you'd known before you went through the menopause, or perhaps as well before you started doing your podcast and talking to other women and their experience of it? Like what?
3: Give us some nuggets, Karen. Oh, God, so much. Mm. There's so much, honestly. Mm. I Ellie, mean, it's it's... God, there's so much. <laughs> Where to start? I wish I'd known that anxiety and depression could be linked to menopause. Mm. I, I wish I'd known that at the get-go mm. because then I would have had See, a difficult conversation. See, I didn't know
1: that. I, didn't, I didn't, yes. I've never really heard that. I right. never really I'd, thought I'd, that.
3: I'd, 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 I wish I'd known that mental well-being is, you know... Uh, would it, There's a statistic around the fact that menopausal women are more likely to commit suicide something it's it's like a it's a thing yeah you know um, I wish I'd known that that I was a dancer I was a dance teacher I will say it conjures up different images and I thought you're going to say exotic I'm a little bit disappointed (laughs) Well, I was going to say kind of different images for men but we're not going there teacher and uh, I always thought I was quite a healthy eater a lot and you know I always reach for the fruit and that kind of thing as you get older your body because estrogen is leaving your body we are less able to um, deal with it basically the sugar turns to carbs and that's what one of the things that puts weight on. Mm. So I've had to completely flip my idea of what I have for breakfast on its head, mm. basically. So you know, uh, uh, lots more protein. You know, um, and it's made me re rethink what how how varied my diet is. Don't get me wrong. I'm you know yesterday was a complete carb day. Like. Tony for the win
1: oh yes yeah
3: you know and, but I, I also feel that that my background stood me in good stead because I've always been someone who stretched and exercised and did yoga-y things mm. so it's meant that tweaking my how I exercise hasn't been too much of a, a jump kind of thing mm. um I wish I knew that perimenopause was an actual word, because I only found that out when I started to do. It's my, actually you know. my
1: drag name. <laughs> <laughs>
3: perimenopause yeah. uh, uh. Oh god, you know, and that it, in re, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing. Everything I know about menopause, I meant about my own menopause. I've learned after the fact, kind of thing. Oh, so, it's like that. The light. I split thing. with my partner. When I hit perimenopause. I didn't know that. Mm. I literally woke up one day and like, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm not doing that anymore. Make and I out. was 44. Mm. I'm 44.
1: <laughs> Peter, get out.
3: <laughs> you get to a point where you're like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. And yeah. I was with my partner for 20 years. Wow. You know, I mean, it was, a, it was a shit joke. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it was, I was like, I thought it was me and I thought, oh, This is just, I thought I was having an existential crisis and I thought I would, you know, what have you got to complain about? You get, you have two holidays a year and you've got two cars and you've got a house and all this kind of stuff. I was deeply, deeply unhappy. Mm. Um, And he wasn't a nice guy. There's that as well. But it got to the point where I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I literally switched. Yeah, I'm. I'm very. But in that point. way, the many. Menop- it sounds like you're saying there was a positive thing. You don't regret that, right? So I that, don't. So wh- that was almost like a superpower. Thing, almost right? like a point of clarity. Like I you- make a habit of not regretting anything. I strongly believe that every single path decision that you make makes you the person wow. talking now. Good for I you. Honestly- I had some
1: dodgy prawns in 2015. <laughs> I'll take that back in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. <laughs> Such a You're an wit. inspiration. You're an inspiration. That
2: that that takes really fucking big guts to to walk out of a marriage because so many so many women stay because it's okay and Ooh. they don't want to leave the house or they think it's better for the children. Or they they will make all That's the That's They will they will put up barriers for their own happiness. They'll go, but I'm gonna i am I'm gonna I'm gonna do because that's better for everyone else. And it's very hard to But so that's
3: what we're taught. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When we are taught to nurture, we are rewarded for being kind and giving mm. to others. Yeah. So when you do when you leave, you're the baddie. Yeah. You know. Mm. And and Homewrecker, we weren't broken married. home. Yeah. I would have given my eye teeth, which would have looked really weird to, mm-hmm. if he had married me. And now, very glad that we didn't because it well meant done. it was a lot easier. Yeah. But we stayed together for the kids. The kids know. Yeah. Mm. They are having a miserable time too. How old were they when you... They when you were split? 11 and six, 15, mm. six, yeah. coming up to 16. They know. Mm. The best thing I did, you know, for them and for me... Uh, was to not be with him anymore because and what switched for me was that I realized that my girls were watching a relationship that they would replicate in their future relationships and I thought no I don't want them to meet people not manipulative partners like I don't want them to do that and so I had to I had to model the life that I would want them to lead mm. i've said that to friends before i've said would you want
1: your daughter would you want her partner to talk to you the way he talks to you
3: right because you you are potentially engendering that if yeah 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 Yeah, and i and for years i was petrified that that's what would happen that Mm. they would meet people who were just like their dad Mm. you know and i i feel and it was a switch it it Mm. did feel like a switch went off you know in in my brain and it wasn't easy. I, you know, no, no, I'm, not, no. I'm not trying to dumb this down, by, you know, no, this yeah. but I didn't, you don't put your fingers in all of a sudden. But once you start doing one thing and then the next thing and then the next thing, and then there's this, like, snowball effect. Mm. But I suppose what also happened was I then substitute, what I did is I put all my efforts into my girls and my work. So I didn't put any, I didn't put myself in therapy, I didn't mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. anything for me. I was just like, i got to keep the house, got to pay the mortgage. You know got to keep my kids happy so that's what i did and so we all know that you can't ignore this shit, can you it comes it gets you in the end and that was what that's when menopause arrived so menopause uh. arrived around the same time that my my brain was like okay so i've held you off for 10 years now you you've had your time now i'm gonna lick you down and that's exactly what it did and uh. it took everything away the gr- you know that my aunt my job, my sense of self, my sense of self, full stop. Mm. I completely lost myself. Mm. And therapy helped me to kind of build that backup and silence. Cause let's face it, I had fuck all to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Didn't have a job, did I? I was quite yeah. employed. Yeah.
0: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, really interesting. And how did you find one of the things that I think is another boundary is how did you find your therapist? Because there are there are good therapists out there, but there, there's some shit ones as well. How did you know that that was
3: the right therapist for you? I I, I think that you should shop around therapists mm. because they're bloody important. Yeah. And I went to three in the end. The, the one that I ended up with um, was recommended to me. For me, my criteria was they needed to be near my house.
2: <laughs> location, location, <laughs> location.
3: I don't... I don't recommend that as a recommendation. (laughs) For me, I was so riddled with anxiety that I knew that it was the only sometimes it was the only reason I left the house every week. Right, yeah. You see, so it had to be walking distance. Yeah. (laughs) But I went to this woman and she's a black woman. And I didn't realise at the time how important that would become. I also thought that I'd be in therapy for six weeks and then I'd be fixed. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. But the But re- yeah. how I knew, I walked in, I sat down, her room was, I think, yellow, and I just felt held. Mm. And, you know, at the yeah. end of the our session, she said, so, you know, if you decide... I went, no, I'm, I'm here, babes. <laughs> <laughs> you got me now. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> you know, and what was great about her, I'm laughing now when I think about it, but I... Once I'd finished, blah, 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 she said, "When well, you tell a good story, but how do you feel? Mm. <laughs> and I hadn't got a bloody clue because I'd spent years not knowing how to feel. So I had to learn, I had to relearn what it, which is a very odd thing. She said, you tell a great story. And it mm. hadn't occurred to me. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel? I don't fucking know. <laughs> mm. So three years I was in therapy. Best money I ever spent. Yeah, yeah. And you were saying it, it turned man. out to be Best important. Man. She was black, you It was know that. important because when it got to... I started talking about one thing. I thought I was going to talk about the fact that I'd left work and all that kind of stuff. And I, you end up talking about your dad, didn't you? Mm. <laughs> you know, that old right? crap. Yeah, and my, and my partner. Up, yeah. And the fact that my partner was my dad. And, you know, mm. not literally. Obviously. I was going to say that. <laughs> I think that would take more than three. Yeah. <laughs> sort that out. <laughs> hell. You know. Yeah. Uh <laughs> It became important because we were talking about colonialism, we were talking about my my parents' upbringing, we were talking about how important it was for me to be a teacher and why that was a you know a status that certainly parents African diaspora and parents um find really important, finding you no know, important job doctor lawyer, teacher, status jobs. It was and it meant that we started on the same page. I didn't have to explain anything to her. I didn't have to explain how I always felt the need to fit in. That I was I never felt never quite felt black enough for some people and I never felt white enough in other settings and I didn't have to explain that. She just knew. Mm. So we started here rather than down here, you know. It was never uncomfortable. Oops. So basically it saved you money. I could have been there for six years. now I would say that um, I think it's important for black people to have black therapists. I do think that. Mm. I think that if you're, you know, it's important to have someone who gets you. And if that means that person looks like you, then, then you know, oh, so be it. Because it
2: it's it's essentially it. is connection, isn't it? You, and yeah. you have to feel heard and you have to feel um, safe with a therapist because then you know, I, I know our uh, friends have had
3: um, negative experience with therapy
2: and, and, and they needed another therapist to deal with <laughs> the therapist that fucked. I've just more.
3: remembered that I did have therapy before that when I was, I'm laughing because it was awful. <laughs> it was, I was with my partner at the time and I wanted to go for couples counseling. And I, we got as far as I booked it and then we were leaving. And he said, we don't need therapy. You need therapy. I mean, oh. he's a, he was a piece he of He sounds work great. Well. I yeah. just
1: can't believe you so left
3: him. I, well, I know, right? So I ended up finding a therapist. I went for four weeks. It was... There's different types of therapy, aren't there? And it was the one that like, they don't speak very much. They just listen. They're, I think it's a psych... I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, all I could think about <laughs> was she had this really high hairstyle uh, like a salt and pepper hair, and I just wanted to give her some gel and kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I and I just, I was judging what she was wearing. It was awful. Yeah, I not, remember. Not that. So, it <laughs> cost my bloody fortune. Yeah. And then just sitting exactly. there and not saying it. So, but time there's a silence, you just wanted to go, Ugh, Yeah, bullshit. And then a couple <laughs> of years later, I actually left my partner in that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
1: Poor
2: woman. Oh.
3: Oh. Well, I mean, I
2: know we've talked about... I mean, menopause is incredibly hard. And, and, and obviously, do. some people get 50 symptoms, some people get two, other people cruise through it, etc. But what do you think it has given you, though? Because you speak oh. so sort of positively about
3: Man. it. You know, what,
2: what are the superpowers
3: of the menopause? The superpowers of that, that don't-give-a-fuck gene. Mm. It's just... Maybe I have gone through the menopause. <laughs> and then I, you were oh, born menopausal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Emily. Yeah. I think you have. Literally. It's allowed me to set boundaries. I'm really good at setting boundaries and saying, yeah, no. Um, which you have to practice doing because the Mm. first time you do it, it feels really, you want to say no, but I'll do something else for you instead, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, It helps you to realise that you may as well just get on with that thing. Yeah. (laughs) You may as well get on with it because I am nearer to death than not. Let's just put it that way. Mm. You know, um, there are so many things. I'm just not the person I was even five years ago, yeah and, that's, know, that's, and yeah. even though people might say, "Oh, but you were because you were loud and you were you know you were I was loud and I am loud and, I, and I'm airy so I can't help myself and all that kind of stuff but that was all a mask mm. that was inside little Karen was petrified of not being loved and not being approved that was that was what that was mm. was now I'm loud for a different reason. Mm. I have stuff to celebrate. And what you see is literally what you get. I show up as me. This is, lit- this is me. I'm my is it, full authentic self or whatever you want to call it. I can't not be. Mm. You know, and, and, I, and what that's given me, it's given my girls. Because mm. my girls know this is the Karen they know. This is the mum they know. The person who said, yeah, I'm not doing that. Mm. Whether it's, you know, job or... Relationship or whatever,
1: or even what I love. Before we start recording, you was saying you said I'm not cooking Christmas dinner, oh. and now they cook <laughs> you bloody Christmas dinner. Bloody brilliant! Yeah, that, that's great. So yeah. That
3: literally was. I and the thing is, I thought I was doing. I thought it was a big treat, so I basically paid a shitload of money to take us all off to this hotel in Ashford, of all places. Um, <laughs> me, my girls, and my mum and we and it was an adventure i think it snowed and all the trains were cancelled so we had to get a taxi it cost a fortune and all this stuff happened and then christmas morning we get up and we have we have our breakfast and then we're waiting in our respective rooms for christmas uh, for food and i go to see the i go to visit the girls in their room and it was very clear that they've been—they're not—they're not happy. Yeah. They didn't want to tell me because I'd oh. gone on about the fact that it had cost so much money. So in the end, I basically forced it out. They said, "What's wrong?" And said, "They don't—they want to be home. They don't like it, but we wouldn't—didn't want to tell you." So I said, "But I'm enjoying this because I don't have to cook. I don't have to go to Sainsbury's. Mm. I don't have to get—you know—stressed about yes. everything. Timetables, peeling you know? potatoes. No and thank So you. they said, "From now on, we'll cook." And yes. we'll do the shopping, and that was ten years ago. And then, wow. did you say they are twenty six and thirty one? They're twenty six and they're thirty one, and Absolutely they've done it. In fact, it was over ten years ago, and they've done it every every year. I've oh. not I've not cooked to Christmas dinner since. I've not had to go to Sainsbury's. I've not had to go to where oldie or little or any of. I've not partaken in any. I've given some money. Glorious. And now they're older, we split it. <laughs> Mate, having older kids is great. Is it? Oh, is it? Yeah. my God. The first time they pay for something for you, like they take Aww. you to dinner, it's like, what is Aww. this? Aww. <laughs> oh, a <that's> brilliant. <laughs> oh, and you enjoy being a grandma as well? Oh, man, it's the best. Yeah. You know what I love about being a grandma is I don't remember what it was like. When my kids were, like, so my grandson is two. When my kids were two, I don't remember what they were like. Yeah. Except that they weren't... Well, he's a whirlwind of energy. They were much more acquiescent. Mm. But also, I was teaching and in a relationship that I wasn't... That was going, you know, starting to go downhill. So I don't remember being present. Mm. I don't remember... No, I was always thinking ahead. Yeah. And you're fucking, fucking
2: tired. You know, I was yeah. knackered. Yeah. And you're, you know? in you're in the
3: fog. Whereas with or... yeah. with my grandson, mm. he forces you to be in the room. Mm. So you're being as silly as he, you know. I yeah. mean, he's just learning. But, you know, it, and it's wonderful. It's, yeah, it's a, no one tells you what it's like to be a grandparent. Mm. They just say, oh, it's great. But you don't know it until you're in it. And mm. it's like. Oh, wow, so I'd kill for you, right?
1: I mean, yeah. My mum said that. She said, I knew I would incredible. love your kids. I knew I would love them. Of course I would. But I didn't know I would feel this depth of emotion that scary. it would be as much as, you know, I felt for you and your brother, like this yes. huge, It's, diff- it's a thing. different
3: kind of love mm. that is, it permeates absolutely everything. And also, you can give them back. Yeah, yeah. You I think have that a probably have, helps with the old love there <laughs> yeah like it, when he stays over and I'm sleep deprived and he's got me up at some stupid time in the morning or he's gotten up in the middle of the night the bottom line is I know I haven't got to do that forever
0: because yeah. <laughs> he's going
3: back to his parents so there's that as well but yeah he's he, is, he has made me helped me to be I was pretty present anyway but even more so hmm. um, and so I love that I can be as silly as i want it to be hmm. it's great great yeah and it's difficult to describe because it's out so, people listening who aren't grandparents it's difficult to get that across and then you're in it and it's like oh right it's like a secret club
1: yeah oh <laughs> Well, no. I look forward to joining in a long time, I was children, say, for listening. Because you're so much younger than me. Yes, 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 yes. that's right. Ages. That's, that's right. My my children are 10 and 7. So keep, you know, keep keep it to yourselves for a bit, lads. Uh,
2: now, Karen, before we start recording, you said something about dating. <laughs> Cause
1: so I, right. I want to hear...
2: I need some advice. I'm oh, here
1: we go. Oh, can we have a... Why don't we have a new segment? <laughs> Hello, dating Dilemmas. <laughs> yes, i got to do it. Uh, no, this. the
3: reason... Oh, my God. I can't believe you brought that up. You... Um, I've you been holding on. I can't wait. I'm not wait. dating. No. This is the point. I was going to ask you. <laughs> oh. I was going to ask you for advice because I joined some apps. Oh. Oh. Um, Oh no 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 <laughs> have you so when, when you
1: say apps what do you, mean? do you mean like Argos or like you do mean dating apps <laughs> you've got dating which one you want yeah so, so there's like from there. H- Hinge Hinge
3: yeah, yeah. Bumble yes yeah. I'm on that one. Oh, uh, what else Tinder have you not I'm not on that? Tinder I feel no. like Tinder's for youngsters I'm Tinder's, a, Tinder's, cut, Tinder's so. a bit of a bear pit yeah it's yeah no. it's I know. you have to remember I also was a head of house in a in a boys' school so I'm like you might see right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. or their dads is, no, uh, no. Because, or I, I with, no no and I don't I don't want to get matched no no it's just you don't shit what you know
2: meet. I know I know so um,
3: I, I feel like oh I'm just a hopeless romantic I um, I honestly I want Covid is really scuppered. I don't want to meet anybody during Covid anyway mm. but also I feel very uh, how do I feel how do I feel horny <laughs> it come no. Back? no. No. I don't no. feel horny. You're I've got you know, I've got a... a lot of I've got some lovely rechargeables. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. They Very are... good. Th- that's what menopause gave me. And you appreciate. Do you get them free when you start <laughs> the menopause? Yeah. Does it arrive at the post yeah. the government? Yeah. Yeah. Like a yeah. pension? With, with your certificate. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, free bus pass and yeah. a vibrator. How lovely. And match. Do are listening Keir starmer? That's what we want. There's a policy for you. Yes. You <laughs> have that one, Keir. So Keir, it's it given
3: self. me a a fresh understanding of what I like. Yeah, good. Which and is- I've had some fun on that. Love Honey is my favourite website. Oh, it's good, isn't yeah, it? It's really good. Yeah, but also I started watching. What's that, Grace and Frankie? Frankie and Grace. Have oh, you ever yeah, that? yeah,
2: that's with Jane Fonda. Right. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. So there's a scene where she, um, spoiler alert, she she sprains her wrist trying to. Use her rechargeable in the bath. <laughs> Sorry, that's so funny. Like that, you go know, the rechargeables. <laughs> Environmentally <laughs> no. friendly, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. battery okay. operated yeah. boyfriend, you know, yeah. uh, whatever. Yeah. Rechargeable. Uh, yes. So that's how she starts to. They start to make. She starts to uh, design vibrators. So vibrators that you don't have to squint at them or put your glasses on to see what setting you've got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went on a complete kind of mission for myself to find the right kind of. Um, Apparatus Probably for me, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Now, because yeah. there's lots of different. So, so in my arsenal, <laughs> there are. There's the clip sucky ones, which are very focused on on your nubbin, and yeah. they and they suck your clit. And then there's the the jackhammer, as I like to call it, which is the wand, which you plug in into the mains.
3: No,
0: it's so, so, it's
3: so, so powerful. No, that, no that's I'm, like, I'm that like, like, like a no. Yeah, no. The, the noise. noise. <laughs> Sorry, back nice. place back on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. no. So, my criteria has to be submersible. All um, right, so you want Submersible and rechargeable. Yeah. And yeah. rechargeable. Yeah. No, I'm not faffing about batteries. Yeah. No. They have to look pretty. I don't want, my, I don't like mine to look like they came from a plastic man. Right. That's right. me. You don't like yeah. a Cavani- real. What,
1: you like a realistic. No, situation. no, no. The
3: opposite of that. Right. I, you want, you want a design element. So, the last insert one that you're I happy. had that broke. <laughs> That is Sorry. now one of my grandson's toys. It's
0: oh a, my
3: gosh. is a is a <laughs> turquoise. Like a curved pebble, it's beautiful. Oh. oh, it's the design aesthetic for me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like a clip stimulator. I'm it's great. one of those. Yeah. I can't believe I'm having this conversation. No,
1: we're all women
2: here. <laughs> just,
3: just don't take it to Brighton, leave it anyway, on the beach. But it stopped work. I mean, you know, eighteen months of work, and it and it's just stopped, and that's fine. So it doesn't. So it doesn't vibrate, but it is in his toy box, and he does love it, but it doesn't do anything. You might have to. <laughs> but it's that. cute. He just thinks it's a rock. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You know, <laughs> yeah. Fair it was submersible. I'm sure it's very
3: clean. Yeah, but, sure uh, it's my fine. new one <laughs> is uh, is tapped, very tactile, and it's got two little fingers, and it kind of when you touch oh, yeah. it, it vibrates. Yeah, oh, man. And like the
1: rabbity ones, like a that?
3: rabbit, but not as big. and well, they, they think, look yeah. aesthetically, they're pretty. Yeah, it's mm. yeah. just sit on the side of the you know the bathroom. And, no, yeah. wouldn't. Oh, it's
2: fingers. No, these are. Yeah, these are. I, I um, I bought uh, at great expense, but it has been one of my favorite things. Is Gwyneth Paltrow's vibrator? Oh, did you which... put it on eBay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So tell me more. So, so uh, the top is like it looks like a tennis ball. Okay. And the bottom looks like a carrot, and it's pale pink. But it's a double ender, so you can either insert the end and okay. that vibrates, or the tennis ball is a okay a vibrating a thing or you can you can use it together or whatever but that is by far my okay favorite. and it's oh. and it's a, it looks like a microphone that's what it looks like
3: right yes that's i
2: got yeah. that in my head so what the carrot goes in the it? carrot goes in and vibrates if right. you want it or you can use it on,
3: externally or listeners the, the... you are missing what they're doing your <laughs> gestures are honestly i wish this was on zoom or on youtube because <laughs> well, i've seen you this it.
1: <laughs> the, and the ball. tennis ball just does the tennis ball go in as well? No, no, no. no
2: ten- Where is it going? About no. no. two children. Te- <laughs> the tennis ball um, you put on your um, clitoris and that is and that has 12 different vibrating systems. 12, okay. And that's a bit like, like sure. that vibrator I gave you. Like it's a yeah. sort of a. a, a, uh, a these slight, are the kinds of friends you want guys. No, I got another one from a smaller company called Self and More, and it was, yeah, just like a little little rechargeable. All mine yeah, are rechargeables. they rechargeables are They've all got different slots. Yeah. So when I go away, I've got, oh, which cable for that one?
3: <laughs> well, I've got a teeny tiny little bullet one that mm. looks like a bit of lipstick. Yeah. For travelling.
2: Yeah, that's, that's, that's your that's Which pack. is no
3: fun if you're at, staying at Relatives. No. You know, but... um <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh,
2: oh,
3: excellent. <laughs> well, 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 well
1: chat, done. But going back to your... What, what advice did... What did you want to... I want to do Agony yeah,
2: on... Yeah,
3: no, I... yeah, how did you get... Because... It feels like you got into dating very quickly, but yeah. social media will do that for you. Anyway. No, no, no. I did. I did How get into did dating you... very quickly. I got
2: on the apps really quickly, and because we couldn't meet, I I had a couple of bits of like phone sex and video sex with people, and that was okay. my introduction. And to me, actually, that was a good way because I was still very vulnerable. I was right. still kind of broken, so well, I, I didn't I'm kind still of
3: still very vulnerable. If I'm honest yeah.
2: No, I still think, and like when you were saying about little Helen, I thought, I mean, little Karen. I was like, oh no, that I've still got, I've yeah. still got that, I've still got that. I need to be loved and. Yeah. and and sometimes I look for it in completely the wrong yeah. place or the yeah. Wrong, yeah. wrong man and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. I but I was going to ask you about your criteria or your boundaries because that's one of the things that my Ugh. friends say, like, don't put up with this, don't put up with this, this is exactly what I want. In men or generally? In
3: men. Oh, in men, it, it's got to be trust, hasn't it? It's, yeah. It's absolutely got to be trust. But you know what, I I feel that my I, any man that I... Hook up with has to be someone who's comfortable with me. How much I am, mm. you know. Yeah, I yeah. I I am not about to dim my shine for anybody ever again. Yeah, mm. and so they have to be someone who's so confident within themselves that my confidence doesn't in- intimidate them. Yeah, and I feel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I, feel, I've
1: been, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm
3: a lot as well. So <laughs> I'm, I know, I'm but a but lot. And, and, and I've and been, and I, my previous relationship and relationships have, have tried to make me feel shame for mm. being me. So I wasn't me. Do you see? Because now I'm out the box. I'm not getting back in. Fuck off. No, no. And
1: it, but is And and you know, you and I had. We we're always having stupid ideas. I'm always going. So uh, I've decided to start doing comedy. Oh, I've decided to start a podcast. Oh, I've decided to run a marathon. I'm oh, thinking of you know going to <laughs> Nepal. And he just he's, he's sort of like, yep. <laughs> yeah. And right. he'll say, yeah. I was wondering what the next thing would be. Yeah. And I'll go and some and I have been known to say, look, I know, I know, I know. it's a lot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I know it's a lot. And he says. But I knew it was a lot when I this asked is you to form. marry me. I've bought the ticket.
3: I've got to take the ride. Right, <laughs> yeah. I want he's someone right. to meet me where I am now.
1: Yeah.
3: And mm. and And not. And I don't want to change my... I remember Jane Fonda said something like she didn't like herself when she was in a relationship because she changed for the man. Yeah. And I really resonated with that because mm. I thought, God, yeah, I don't want to change myself just to fit into what I think someone wants me to be i want to mm. be me and so that person whoever that if you're listening you know that person needs to be uh, grounded enough and confident enough in themselves yeah to go oh yeah she's she's off again
1: you yeah? know and yeah. i and and i like that and mm. i can support that yeah and i respect that and that's yeah. one rather than you know that's the thing that irritates me. But what about me? And how is, what does that say about me? Yeah, I'm, I'm not here a bit for frail frail that.
2: I like that. I like that egos. about egos. I
3: am so, I'm not pandering to anybody, any male ego. I'm not doing yeah. it. Right. You know, and I, I was, I get, I was, it's funny, oh. I was journaling about this this morning. Mm-hmm. I was literally writing my list of what I want. I want, yeah. I want, I want, I want. Yeah, good. And it was also around, um, somebody who's done the work, who knows themselves. I can't okay. be dealing with these egos. Yeah, a really, lot. I've got, I'm, yeah. cause On apps, I meet men who, men who are men my age come with some kind of expectation of what I'm gonna be like at my age, and yeah. I, like I'm supposed to be grateful because I'm single. And they're, it, have you seen me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was Listen, Karen. I was. Right, you know, and that kind of. Oh, they make assumptions about me based on the fact that I've got locks, or the fact that I'm a you know a Caribbean black woman. You know. Th- I'm not any of those I don't fit the stereotype that you think I am and so I I, oh they're stuck in their ways
2: Mm.
3: and I've got shit to do I I Mm. like new challenges I like doing new things I'm excited to be 16 my god Mm. I'm so excited about this year 2022 and all the things I'm gonna do even though I don't know half of the stuff I'm gonna do do you know what I mean I like Mm. the fact that my life is doing that Awesome. That's higgledy piggledy, guys. Yeah, just in case you didn't know hand. She's either
1: philosophising or she's had some disco biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's modern dance. Modern so there you go. Dance. She's she's answered your question. She yes.
2: has. No, but yeah. I think that's very good because I. There are times where I wobble and I go. Oh, and Ellie put it very well um, the other day because because my relationship was so bad beforehand mm. when I meet men who are almost good enough mm. I go but this is this is so much better than it was mm. but is it good enough yeah and I think that's what I'm yes. kind of working through
1: and to be clear that doesn't mean I don't mean perfect no. I don't believe that I no. don't believe that there is the perfect Those person perfect. for everybody God, because no. nobody is perfect But so yes. that's an impossible dream but equally you don't I, I think we all have to settle a little bit to some extent but you yeah. don't have to settle for something that's below what you need yes. uh, to make you I a think what fulfilled. we do is
3: we we ignore the red flags yeah. And, you know, mm. they're, they're big. Yeah. You know. Mm. Um, and I, my thing is um, catastrophizing. Is that ro- what I mean? I mean, it's too good to be true. Therefore, yeah. Therefore, it's all going to go wrong. So I may as well end it now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and, you know, I suppose growth is that I recognize that I'm doing that. I suppose yeah. I need to go a little bit further and not do it. But, you know, maybe yeah. steps say. But then, yeah. But sometimes flags are red, man. Sometimes it's not catastrophizing.
1: Sometimes, yeah, exactly. It's accurate analysis. Sometimes the fucking beach is not safe to swim in. Get back on the beach with your pebble. Stick with your pebble on the shore. Get out the fucking water. You're welcome. I should be in agony aunt. You? you should. Um, what was your question for Helen, Karen? What was your, have
2: you? Have no, I
3: mean, think just, just how did you? i mean did you literally throw yourself back into the dating game yeah i was okay well i
2: i i was affronted by my libido which had oh. seemed to have disappeared and i was like i just want someone to fuck me i just want someone to fuck me and fuck <laughs> and me I now and i had quite a lot on
1: <laughs> i was learning it was italian quite, yeah yeah it was, i was like just Ellie, a bit come, busy. come on I, saw, I offered pete but she said oh he's not no. the type no know. So, yeah. no. No, so I,
2: I and I wanted to meet men who were nothing like my Yeah. yeah so my first my yeah. first um my first sort of fling that I had was um with with a guy that I'm still really good friends with and he was an artist and um who's Ghanaian and um we're still yeah we're still really good buddies but he was completely different to yeah. my very white male privileged <laughs> engineering husband um and and that was exciting yeah and but also I learned some boundaries with him and I ended it after six yeah. weeks but yeah. then we've sort of stayed on um but yeah so I I found that really good but it, to answer your question I just launched in and had no rules I was like yeah. 28's my youngest 50's yeah. my oldest and I had dates with people from yeah all different backgrounds yeah. um, ages and all that sort of stuff and I wanted to be desired which I yeah that's that, ever that's felt. thing I hadn't felt and like for someone to grab me like especially I've had quite a lot of Italians and then grab me by the arm and I was oh Helen you are so sexy and I'm like <laughs> fuck me something just exploded
1: <laughs> I like, oh, didn't realise you were actually from Wales <laughs>
2: Accent, oh, Look. awful accent. Don't sorry.
1: Sorry, sorry,
2: sorry, every nationality. <laughs> I just insulted them, but 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 that's what I wanted. Right, and, and I could get that. You can get it really easily. You can have sex with someone within in about four
3: hours. Yeah.
2: And that's not uh, yeah. hard, but it's, it's about your own self-worth
3: and what, yeah, I'm not that there. In. Yeah. I know I'm just, I know, I don't feel that, I may, may have wanted six that hours 10 hours years you, ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <longer. laughs> but certainly, um, yeah, I, I, I want, um, someone who's in it for the long term. Mm. Yeah. Because it's time. Yeah. And then. Because I've got yeah. stuff to do. Mm. Yeah. So if you're going to be, oh, let's settle down. Settle down where? I, 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 You wanna, you come in? Okay, well, I'm going anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is what I'm doing. It's really
1: up to you. And to be clear, I don't give a fuck either <laughs> way. You wanna come along? Fine. That is literally it. You know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good, healthy basis for a relationship. <laughs> oh Wow! My goodness! Lying I feel me. like we've covered so much, team. <laughs> I feel like I'm about three inches taller. I feel oh. really. Oh, I, I feel fulfilled.
2: Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, in no, an
3: excellent it's, it's way. A, it's a good look. I knew, I knew you'd have fun. I knew that my face would ache, and I, yeah. After oh. those five
1: minutes. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> um, uh, now we do like to round off karen with a scummy mummy confession oh so this is a story it could be parenting failure it could be grandparenting grandparenting failure or it could just be general personal humiliation Mm. or embarrassment (laughs) Uh, should i should i go first go ahead so
2: um during the christmas period um my children um got to know i guess my alcoholic limits shall we say in that we went to quite a few parties in that between christmas and new year and i had one night in particular i was just around the corner here um at friend's house and you know we started off with a few wines and the mums and dads were in um one room the kids were in the other and it did get to 11 o'clock when i was singing and dancing (laughs) and they're like mum we've had enough we're tired we have to go to late I was like, I'm just having a lovely time and they're like, I think you're drunk. I'm like, no, I'm not drunk. I'm not <laughs> drunk. I'm not drunk. Um and so yes, so they they have become like my, you know, what's it called? Yeah. Um benchmark, yeah. 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 And they're like, no, eleven o'clock is too late, mummy. We have to get a cab home.
1: I'm like, Oh, <gasps> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. oh yeah. excellent, excellent. Karen, do you have a story you'd like to share? I
3: uh, so well, you've just reminded me of the first time my kids saw me drunk and it was just the first christmas after i'd split up yeah and it was new year's eve It was allowed Mm. but i I don't remember a lot of it but i do remember it involved rosé i was with my sister and my young my eldest was back in london my i was in oxfordshire my mum Mm. lives in oxfordshire so i was staying with her my um Eldest was unbeknownst to me back in London having the most incredible party in my home <laughs> and had invited all of her friends, including a lot of the boys that I teach. Ooh. Now, I didn't know this. Ooh. So I, I get, you know, I have a great time anyways. I've got my youngest with me. We drive back. I walk in the house and immediately I know something's wrong. First of all, it stinks of smoke and no one smokes. Secondly, there are things put back in different places. Mm. Oh, there's like misery. And, I, <laughs> yeah. and then I found a camera <laughs> and oh looked no. on the camera, and there are pictures. I'm laughing now. <gasps> My daughter was sixteen. I'm laughing now. She there were pictures of various drunken antics on this on this uh, thing. <gasps> and um, anyway, I it was the first time I was being a alone, pa- a, a solo parent, so I had to put like ground her and things like that. But the funniest thing is that when I went back, so this is Christmas, sorry, New Year's, I go back to school a few days later and I'm getting my tea at the hatch at break time and the head of art says, oh, I hear you had a fantastic party over New
0: Year's. <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, yeah,
3: that's my bloody daughter. I went, oh, it would have been nice to be invited. I went, how do you know? She said, oh, the boys were talking about it in art today. <laughs> So Amazing. I literally, we didn't. Honestly, I had. I'll tell. I'll say this now in public. I have a little bit of admiration for her because she planned that shit. Oh her, yeah. Man. My niece came down, travelled down the M forty. I'm sure there was weed. I know there was weed involved. Honestly, I know that that would took months planning, and I was convinced that my she would never lie to me. I would convince that I could leave her because so I thought she was going to somebody else's party. Oh. So um yeah it caught i grounded her and we sat down and we can talk about it now and i but yeah all literally half of bloody but did did the house get trashed or anything was there her room was trashed right it looked like someone had picked it up and dropped it yeah oh. um various little things broken but on the whole the carpet was the stair carpet was absolutely ruined Oh no! and i made her pay for a new one yeah, no, right. I made to pay to have it cleaned. It didn't make any... I ended up buying a new one. The back garden needed re-turfing. What? Yeah, what because they the were tea? all outside smoking and having a great time. Yeah. What, and,
1: what, and, and, and with homes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and farming? growing
3: <laughs> the weed? But it was... Oh, because it's wet. It thinking, was, yeah. yeah it's but it was, it was... And the thing is, as she will now say, it was worth it. The, the month's ground I mean grounding in January is nothing is it no, it's like yeah, a yeah. mini lockdown you know yeah, you're like, where are right. you going anyway yeah. she's 16 she's got no money so in a sense she she said yeah it was worth it and there's a little part of me I never had a party at my parents' house and I no I never had a party but I used to have just groups of friends round and the thing would
1: still go wrong Like yeah. we had when I was about her age we had some and and yeah and we had a, a di- it was it wasn't a digital camera in those days it was proper mm. and and my parents had these photos developed and there's like my mate just lying on the kitchen floor. <laughs> Awake, she yeah. knew we were taking a photo and she was laughing, but she was so high. Yeah. So she's just like face down on the floor arms first, first side just laughing, and my parents were like, What is this? Yeah. And I was just like, Oh. Yeah. Or the time I made watermelon vodka and Abel just threw up all over the place oh toilet. Pink, yeah. Or the time I did again I just had like four friends in my room and we were like smoking out the window, and I didn't want to go downstairs and deal with my parents, but we were really hungry. I think we had the munchies, so I ended up putting a can of chicken soup. I don't even know why I had a can of cream of chicken soup in my room. Buy this can of cream of chicken soup, and I put it in a mini kettle to cook it. Um, <laughs> that's gross. Oh, that—that's that's brilliant! And you'll be amazed to hear the mini kettle was never the same again, and we had to throw it away. So, um, Honestly, anyway, that's my—that's my teenage scummy mummy oh, confession. for you this week. Oh, thank you so much, You're Karen. Welcome. You've been such a joy. I can't tell you now. Where can people follow you and find oh, gosh. you? Uh, what, yeah. What?
3: So if you Google. Karen Arthur I'll come up Mm. yeah (laughs) you know are you the Karen Arthur on Twitter is that right I'm the Karen Arthur on Twitter I'm Mm. the Karen Arthur on Instagram I'm menopause whilst black on Instagram my podcast is on iTunes and Spotify and all good blah 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 platforms yeah yeah, and you're you've yeah, you got studio, studio. You do sewing. Oh, gosh, yeah. So I do, no, I do things, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you do. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I teach, my favourite thing actually is to teach people how to fall in love with their sewing machines. So I teach in person classes at my studio in South East London, which is beautiful and has been featured on Sex Myths and the Menopause. Um, and I make bespoke clothes for women. So do, you, do you make divorce dresses, Karen? I do. <laughs> like, if someone was going
2: to have a divorce party later in the year, would you make the dress? Yeah,
3: I make bespoke clothes for women who want to feel great and want a little bit of special, you know, attention to detail. So, yeah, I do lots of... And who knows what I'm doing next? Who knows? Who
1: knows? But I'm excited to find out. Yes. I genuinely know what yes. will Karen offer
0: do next? <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
3: Oh, She's I going tell a fucking you. it's, a, it's
0: tomorrow, a wild Right,
3: yeah, I am. Yeah, I love <laughs> go. Oh, yeah. I'm Starting have a my time. 60th year as I mean to go on. Yeah. Ah, oh, well, you've
1: as always. It's been amazing talking to you. You are an inspiration. <laughs> She's an cheers. inspiration, She's Karen. I'm an so in inspiration everyone.
2: <laughs> Thank God. you
1: so much for coming on the podcast, Helen. Have we got to do
2: any admin? We're up and down the country, Ellie. We're going to we're doing a big show in Newcastle on the 4th of February, Milton Keynes Newcastle. on the 10th. Uh, leads uh, in March, all over. Go to scummymummies.com
1: for more live show details. Yes. And that's that's the end. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> really, <laughs> it's sorry like when you don't want to put the phone down for something. You right, you have to I'll stop the podcast. <laughs> okay, okay, bye, okay. Bye. okay, I'm just gonna do it. Until next time, Bye-bye. bye bye. Bye!
3: Um and I went to three, three. So, machines. Yeah. I went to three. wait, yeah, wait, wait till the spin oh, cycle's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's the little bits of butter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <made> <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bless you. Sorry.
3: Scary, scary, It's fine. No.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.